Hello. Oh, snap. Is it time? It's time again. It's that time of the week, what you've all been waiting for. Oh, man, where does time go? Where does all the time go? It's been 10 weeks now in the, in the NFL. 10? In the NFL, yeah. 10 weeks. That's as, that's as many fingers as I have on my hand. I can literally count all the all the weeks. Yeah. Uh, things are going by quick. And we're here with it. Um, keeping it up with you. <laughs> keeping it fresh. Uh, keeping it real. All your NFL news, all your fantasy information, we got it right here. I don't think that there's anything quite like us. There's no collegiate radio station like, quite like us. Like good, bad, more like sports. Like good, bad, more sports. We, um, we actually submitted one of our, like a, a clip, a bunch of snippets, you might say. We submitted it to the Intercollegiate Broadcasting System Organization, formerly known as IBS. Uh, and we're hoping, we're, we're going to hear back from them soon. We're hoping to win some awards. We're up for Best Sports talk show on a collegiate campus that's right best uh (laughs) sound effects i believe and our sweepers and for all you listeners on spotify unfortunately if you're not on chapman's campus you are unable to listen to our radio sweepers and they're pretty good they're pretty good if i do say so myself maybe one day we'll bring them in for you yeah we can do like maybe if we win yeah we'll we'll go through everything like what if we win that would be crazy. That would be crazy. We get to go to New York? Get to go to Brook. I think it's in Brook. No, it's in Times Square. Yeah. Times Square. It's the Marriott Times Square. Yeah. So if <laughs> any listeners in New York, you want to come support us? Yeah. If we get nominated, we'll let you know. We'll give you the date. We'll be in town. We'll be in town. Uh, but without further ado, let's get into things. Let's start with a recap of the previous week. Yeah. What's going on? Uh, so some good games. The Texans put up a fight with the Eagles. Uh, oh, yeah. On Thursday, it's a little while ago now. The Bears came close to beating Hello. the Dolphins, uh, which is kind of a big one. Yeah, did you did you know about this Justin Fields guy? Justin Fields uh, looks like he's real. Looks like he <laughs> exists. He de- um, he's definitely a tangible human being. Out of all the rookie quarterbacks uh, from last year, he's kind of have putting the biggest name out there right now. Well, yeah, he's definitely the most recognizable. I'm just. I think I think he's he's performing the best out of all of them. I mean, like currently, yes. Yeah. I mean, obviously, five weeks ago you wouldn't be saying that, but I would be saying Trevor Lawrence probably five weeks ago. Yeah, and you don't. I don't want. I don't want you guys to discount Trevor Lawrence. He's still good. I think Trevor Lawrence is still going to be really good. No, like um, I think he he's just not given a whole lot of credit. I think the expectations were just a little more. What's 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 the word? Sky high, like sky high. Yeah, yeah. higher expectations, especially going into this year as well. Yeah, and Justin Fields, I feel like the bar was so low. So I'm gonna give Justin Fields two more weeks. If he keeps it up, then I'll be a believer. But yeah, he's definitely here for fantasy. Definitely. Uh, if if he's on the waiver wire in any of your leagues, he's a must-have. Uh, should not be out there. Yeah. No, he's like. He's been the talk of the town. Yeah. Dare I say. Yeah. Everyone in the town square is gathering. Have you heard? And have you heard of Justin Fields? Some more games. We had the Bengals Panthers game last week, and the Panthers just played again today. They won against the Falcons. Yeah, that was a good um, game, actually. It was a pretty good game. Deonta Foreman showed up, but in the rain. Deonta Deonta Foreman showed up this game, but 
Joe Mixon. <laughs> oh, mama. Joe Mixon had a monster game oh my last God. week. 22 attempts? 22 attempts and five touchdowns. <gasps> and it had to be the week that I was facing him. Uh, when I didn't have either of my starting running backs, it it just wasn't good. I, I just I lost. Yeah. I didn't have a defense. I didn't like. I didn't have a defense. I had to. I picked up Tyler Conklin off the waiver, and he didn't do very good. He got me like one point. Just trying to string something together. I was just trying to like figure it out. I yeah. was trying to do anything I could, and it didn't matter. It was I mean, all yeah, in vain. Joe Mixon made it easy for you. You didn't Joe, have to. I wasn't gonna win. No either critical way. thinking required. You just you're not gonna win with yeah. Joe Mixon. The guy who had Joe Mixon in my league. Also had Justin Fields on his bench as Yikes. well. Yikes! Did he win at least? Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, he like smoked the guy that I'm uh, that I'm talking about. Yeah, I'm just looking at the scores right now. Yeah, last week is I feel like like two weeks ago it was a high scoring week and now yeah. everything's just kind of back to normal. Like except for Mixon, except for Joe yeah. Mixon. Joe Mixon was a little bit. I will say he's behind. Another thing in this game, in the Bengals game, is I'm still right about T Higgins and Tyler Boyd. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm still right about T. Higgins outscoring Tyler Boyd. Whatever. Well, um, what did he score? No, let's let's check again. I think he scored nine and a half points. So Tyler Boyd, what scored did he score? Eight. Oh, so it's another, it's another Wait, one point let's, differential. Let's, let's check. We'll check the facts. Can we get a fact check on that? Yeah, let's get a fact check. Tyler Boyd. Tyler Boyd scored six point nine nice points. And T. Higgins scored nine point five. That's <sighs> a that's a difference. That's a, yeah, that's like not that's a, a significant margin. Yeah. All right. So you're currently beat. Well, how long does this wager go for? Till the end of the season. Jamar Chase comes back. Oh right. He's looking. I think he's gonna return because it's the bye week. Bengals are on bye. Yeah. Right now. Um. If I you think you gotta hope so. Well, if he returns next week, then I win. I mean, after the bye. Well, it's not it's not over till it's over. Let's say hypothetically, some deranged radio host can drive to and shoot him in the <laughs> leg, shoot him six times in the leg, Brian Robinson style. But you know, it's all. It's all hypothetical. Up for up for the interpretation. We'll just see how that unfolds. Pay attention to that. Pay te- don't just check, watch the news. Check the news every yeah. now and then, ladies and gentlemen. Um, Another huge game for you. Uh, the Lions yeah. beat the Packers in <laughs> oh, a stunner of a game. It wasn't a stunner. High scoring. No. High I, flying. I knew we were gonna win that game. Yeah. I knew it. Kirby Joseph woke up feeling ready. I just knew he was gonna do it. He's actually the second highest graded free safety in the league week nine can you believe that pff pff and the detroit lions defense won the nvp the nick nickelodeon's most valuable player yeah yeah other other big games the jets uh defeated the bills the bills are still top of that division because they have one less loss than the jets yeah, um, but they are going on by soon. They are going on. They already went they already had on by, and the Jets haven't. Oh, I see. I see. Yeah. I see. So they technically okay. Um, but that's a big divisional win. Could shake up that division. Great I still game. think the Bills are the better team. Um, but the Jets have a very strong defense. Yeah. Uh, the Vikings uh, won, and now they have six wins in a row. Six wins. They're in a seven row. and one. Gross. Uh, push the commanders to four and five hmm. vikings it feels like every time i check i'm like i f- like i forgot that they're seven and one then i go and look and i'm like oh shit well i mean like vikings basically have especially with the way that this this year has been unfolding they've just had the easiest schedule aside from philly which they lost against 
played Green Bay, Detroit. Well, to be fair, everyone has lost. lost to Philadelphia. <laughs> so, but like they've played Detroit, New Orleans, Chicago, Miami. That was a good game, but they were without Tua. Chicago wasn't that bad. Well, I think the Chicago game, they could the Chicago could have won, but like again, Arizona and Washington. If you think back to all of those Miami. games, Vikings almost lost every single one of those in the fourth yeah. quarter. Their schedule the rest of the year is not as easy. No, Buffalo. They've got two really tough ones, one in Week 10 coming up with Buffalo, another bad one in Dallas. And then they got a real stinker There's coming a, forward they've field. Got, they've got four in a row of like just, just tough matchups, and then they have Detroit. Well, like, no, that's going to be the that's gonna be the icing on the cake. Ford Field does not let the Purple People Leaders walk um, easy. So, I, I don't know. The Vikings are probably going to finish the top of that division, I would say. Yeah, no, 100%. Um, Lions are one spot away from the wild card, though. That's insane. Mm. Is the NFC that bad? Yes. That's crazy. <laughs> a 2-6 two, two team can yes. be a wild card team. Oh, my God. The NFC is atrocious. I know <sighs> that either the Seahawks or the Niners are going to get. And speaking of Seahawks... They beat the Cardinals, my Seahawks, oh, yeah. win their fourth straight game. I think that just solidifies them into the playoffs 100%. They are 6-3 and three now. They have twice as many wins as they have losses. Um, That's true. Geno Smith played pretty well. Kenneth Walker has been playing amazing. Oh, my God. He's delicious. Tariq Wolin still looks amazing. <laughs> Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant. Star-studded It's lineup. just. It's just... Everywhere you look, there are playmakers. It's <laughs> DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett. It's yeah. just been a joy to watch this team. I think that as a Seahawks fan, this is just beyond your wildest dreams. This is not what I expected to happen this season. So do you think, like, will, will you retract everything that you said about Pete Carroll going into this season? Because you were, you were a hater, some... Folks, for those listening at home and uh, on Spotify, there's some lost episodes that many of you guys are missing that are recorded, but I don't know if I'm gonna, I don't know if I'm gonna upload them just for sake of continuity. Cause yeah, no, yeah, we have some, we have some funny. Basically, takes. I said that I think Pete Carroll as he fucked over the Seahawks' future. Oh my god, yeah, um, you were fuming. And here's what I will say. Here's what I will say. Uh, the Seahawks had an amazing draft after I had that take. Yeah. Well, you also you acknowledged that too. Yeah. Like, after I said that, the Seahawks had, like, a, they knocked it out of the ballpark. Right now, they look like they had by far the best draft class. Yeah, and then followed by the Lions. Followed by, the, I would say, the Jets. The Detroit Lions. I would say the Jets had a better draft than uh, the Lions. Yeah. Well, I mean, they have more people playing, so I guess that's whatever. They have Brees Hall and, and Sauce Gardner. Like, I don't – that's pretty good. Oh, and Garrett Wilson, too. And Garrett Wilson. That, like – that's pretty who crazy. Who else was their third round? They had three first rounders. It was yeah, and one of them was Jermaine Johnson, who I didn't bring up. Oh yeah, but he's been okay too. No, he's been great. Not, not to mention, almost forgot Boye Mafe, uh, on the Seahawks. He played pretty well. Yeah. Um, Bruce Irvin. <laughs> Bruce Irvin. Who? So, for those who don't know, Bruce Irvin, I'm gonna <laughs> please inform us about Bruce Irvin. Bruce Irvin is he was drafted in 2012 by the Seahawks. Um, oh yeah. And he this went guy. to the Super Bowl with them. And he was, like, part of the Legion of Boom and everything. And, like, he was, like, on that roster mm -hmm. uh, at that time when they were that, like, insane defense. And every single guy is gone now except Bruce Irvin. He, he re-signed with the Seahawks, and he's, like, that veteran guy. Now, did he ever leave? He this? did. He oh, did. Okay. He went to the Raiders, and he hopped out, up around a bit. And he re-signed with the Seahawks, like, a couple years ago. Um, but he was injured. 
But now he's like finally healthy. He's playing for us. I think he had his first sack in like in years. Forever. Aww. So the it's vet. it's been really like it's been really um, heartwarming to, to see, say the least to yeah. see to see that like veteran presence from like the glory days, like just among like all these rookies. It's just like a nice transition, you know. It feels like I'm transitioning into a new era of Seahawks football. Right. I mean, like, you know, you know what team's collapsing right now? The Los Angeles Rams. The Rams. That entire division is collapsing right on time. They might wanna. They might wanna get rid of a certain linebacker with a heavy contract. And <laughs> Bobby. He could come back, actually. Yeah, that would be crazy. I don't. Fifty million guaranteed. I mean, I don't know what the Seahawks. Speaking of which, the trade. A bunch of trades happen, and I think a little bit more for future implications is the cap space. And I wanna look up the cap space right now because I remember seeing some really, really interesting stuff specifically the detroit lions as i well i know the seahawks have probably have quite a bit of cap space just because they right now they're rolling with a quarterback who's making half a million dollars a year gino yeah really yeah yeah they're third in cap space by the way so they could theoretically the seahawks up, yeah they could uh sorry six excuse me they are rolling with uh they have 173 million active right now and they're working with Around 50 mil, so if they use all their cap space, we could pick up Bobby Wagner, but... I, I don't think that's worth it. No, not at all, but it's, it, it's fun to think but about. But de- he'll definitely re-sign at the end of his career when he retires. But, yeah. Um, Chicago Bears at number one, by the way. It's something to pay attention to. Wow. They have 115 because they don't have a wide receiver. They have Chase, Chase, Chase Claypool. Yeah. Darnell Mooney's due for a big contract. Come on, they've got guys. Yeah. They've got guys. Yeah. Cole Komet? mm Almost done with his rookie deal. I don't know if I would call them guys. (laughs) They've got football. They got dudes. They've got people playing for their football team. Yeah. Oh man, week nine was week nine was fun though. Week nine was fun. If you're a Lions or our roommate though is a is a Raiders Raiders fan, fan. and that was not a good week as a Raiders fan. Finn, I'm gonna have to ask a favor for you. I don't have my soundboard. I don't. It's it's like hidden. Is that it? Oh, it was turned around. I got you. Okay. I gotta like. Oh, here we go. We will, we will. There we go. We've got an injury alert. You almost got to hope it's a crap. There we go. Um, There's been a few injuries on the Raiders lineup, specifically Darren Waller and Hunter Renfro. Darren on this, Waller is old. Hunter Renfro has been banged day. up. Oh, my God. They're both on IR, too. So they're not due back for another four weeks. I mean, like, Devontae Adams owners, that's good, especially coming off of a 32-point performance. He, he had gracious. to put up 32 points after one the previous week. He's, so if you divide that in half, that's uh, oh, 16? 16. 16.5. That's yeah. 16.5 points yeah. averaging. But yeah. anyways, if you're a Devontae Adams owner, you got to be happy after last week. And uh, you've also, I mean, like you never root for injuries, but it's kind of... It's definitely not gonna definitely not gonna hurt him. Any any Foster Moreau owners out there? Yeah. Any Foster Moreau owners? I don't out know. There? I don't know if you can <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if Foster Moreau he for those who don't know is the backup tight end for uh the Raiders, so he's due to fill in yeah. after, in Darren Waller's absence. Ah jeez, who um, else is the other guy? Um It's like something with an M. I'm looking at I had it pulled up. He had a couple of big games. The wide receiver you're thinking of? The third string wide receiver. Yeah. I had it pulled up. I'm so silly. I was looking up Tyler Boyd stats. Typical. Um oh man. 
Yeah. So our roommate, Raiders fan, he's he was talking so much shit to start the season. He was saying, we're going to be the top of the AFC West. It, uh, it, it's Matt Collins, by the way. Matt Collins, that's there it. I knew it was with an M. Mm-hmm. Uh, where he's like, we're going to be the top of the AFC West. Devontae Adams, Chandler Jones. Like, everything's going right. Like, the Broncos are going to suck, which they, they do, but not as much as the Raiders. <laughs> like, ah, oh, man, that's the right. Like, you would have at least hoped they'd be, like, battling it out against the Chargers, but, like, it's just like a just kind of a desolate, depressing, angsty scene. Like there's no there yeah. seems to be no hope in lots of eyeshadow and very little hope. What <laughs> Las Vegas is going going emo mode. There was never meant to be a sports team in Las Vegas. No, half of them don't even like they're not even from they don't uh, live there. It's just like a tourist attraction and it's so nobody, sad that such a legendary franchise has been Nobody lives in Las Vegas, like Come on, let's be real. Let's be. That's just sand. Yeah, and like and everyone just visits. Like putting putting teams in Las Vegas is a travesty. Yeah, it's just like the Orlando Magic. It's just all that Disney crowd. You wanna you wanna catch a basketball go game? To a, yeah, you wanna go to a five dollar basketball game? Yeah, go for it, dude. It's just never. It just never works out. It's not a good yeah. business model. But yeah, the whole excuse me, the whole like scene of the NFL has kind of just laid itself out in front of us. This week, it's like last week, and so I think going forward, I we also had a big we had a big episode talking about potential trade targets and people that you want to be on the lookout for, and that was like three weeks prior. Yeah, that's all gone now. Yeah. Um. Well, trade deadlines are coming up. Trade de- trade deadlines for like fantasy leagues. Yeah. Okay. See, like I don't have my league never has really done a trade deadline. No, I know the one. So, like that in we, the playoffs, you can trade. Well, I think that. We had a <laughs> we had a few issues with that a couple years One ago. One year where someone just sold their entire team. Yeah, that is like uh, I feel like that's what's the word collusion? No, it's literally illegal. That's like, like illegal. To, yeah, yeah, like li- like it's collusion le- is the word. Like legal, legal because that's just gambling. Remember, yeah. it's just gambling, folks. It's just, yeah, it's not fake money. It's real money. Yeah. Uh no, but I think the trade deadline's like I'm gonna say week 15. Actually, I think we pushed it back for Damn, our that's league. That's crazy. Yeah, I know. Sometimes the teams get desperate, whatever. But I think the standard is week 12. Week 12, yes. Yeah. Or week so, 10 is early. I mean, like I, bro, like it's it, it always happens. It's just like some running backs get injured. Some other players aren't looking super hot. It's always like whoever has the most running backs is probably the best position. Yeah. And then you try to trade for one of their running backs and it's either outrageously like bad or just like you can never get a good deal. So I don't know what else to say, but like I told you so. Yeah. We told you so. Yeah. Um next week we got some games. I just want to talk briefly, then we can go into our starts and sits. Absolutely. I'm excited that the Seahawks and the Buccaneers are gonna be playing in Munich in Germany. Ah, in Germany. And Right now I'm looking at it and it has the line at Tampa Bay minus two point five. I'm taking the Seahawks on that line. Oh, every single time. I think the Seahawks week. are gonna win. So I don't know why Tampa Bay is favored in this game. I don't know what these Vegas sports gamblers know that I don't. Uh, maybe Geno's gonna die. <laughs> they have a sniper train on Geno Smith. But I'm taking that if, if any of you are gamblers. I'm sure the line is just because Gino has never played 
overseas. Gino has never played in it's Germany. A diff- it's a, Gino's never played in Germany. Neither has Tom Brady. <laughs> Nobody's played in Germany, actually. This is the first game, and the Seahawks were the ones who got to go. Right. Well, I don't. This is I don't know what to make of the the expanded uh, overseas games because it's just been it's almost been like one every week it seems like yeah there's been two London games and one Germany game already yeah this okay. is going to be the Germany game I see okay so I don't I I like the idea I think it's really interesting to think about perhaps an international team yeah or there there could be a Canadian team w- or a Mexican team. I would like, I would appreciate a, a, a few more North American teams. So like maybe a Mexico city. Yeah. And uh, like a, maybe a Montreal, I, I, to be honest, Toronto, to be honest, I think that it's much more likely to happen in a different league than in the NFL. Yeah. The NFL is very like USA. Whereas like the NBA, they already have a team in like Toronto. They had a team in Vancouver. They might add a team in Mexico city. They had a Vancouver team. Yeah, the Vancouver Grizzlies that are now in Memphis. Oh, yeah, yeah that would make sense. I don't think right. there's not any Bears in Tennessee. Doesn't make sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like Utah isn't really known for its jazz. jazz yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I think that could happen in the NBA. But in the NFL, it feels so American. I don't know. if I mean, there's already a Canadian know. Football League. Yeah, I don't, there's a CFL. They would compete with that. Like, I don't think they would... Like that very much? I don't know. I didn't, like. You also have to think about the prospect of expanding from you know, thirty-two teams. From yeah. thirty-two teams, which yeah. is already so much, and it's like if you're gonna do that, you're gonna have to do a, a new division. But yeah. then you're also gonna have to do another new division. So I don't think it will happen anytime soon. No, I don't. But I'm, they're definitely testing the international market. Yeah, I think they would probably move a team. So most likely, the Colts or the Jags, I'd say. Yeah, the Jags, uh, the Raiders, <laughs> the Chargers. Yeah, no, honestly, I would, I would, I would appreciate if the Chargers were in London. In well, London? Yeah. Damn. I think. Well, obviously, I think the front runner right now is Jacksonville. Yeah. Going to London, like the London Jaguars. They wouldn't be stationed in London, though. They wouldn't. No, think about it. I mean, you'd have to take an overseas flight for every single game. Well, like, they would be so handicapped by jet lag. No, but that'd be an advantage. No, it wouldn't. Well, they'd be on that time zone. So every home game, they'd have the advantage of the time zone, and everyone would be tired. Think about it. It just seems like such a huge extra variable. I don't think yeah. they would ever station. Well, you know, the, you can always have, like, jet high jet speed flights. The pro- That technology, <laughs> Finn's giving me a face, that technology is improving. Yeah. You can think about it. Well, if you want to go to the German Germany game, uh, tickets are as low as three hundred and forty-three dollars. What? So three hundred euros? Forty-three euros? Not American dollars. American dollars, not including <laughs> your flight or your your uh, where you're staying. So why not? Just throwing that out there. Just go for it. Uh, before we get into starts and sits, I have a special announcement. Actually, yeah, you're pregnant. I <laughs> I'm three weeks. I'm three. <laughs> No, actually, it's um, we have a, a new feature added to the Good, Bad, More cinematic universe, and that is we have a, a fantasy football question hotline Yeah, for you to email us mm. at, actually. So just email, listen closely, gbms.hotline at gmail.com with your fantasy questions, and we will be looking at them and answering them as best as you can. We might do one. We might do two. 
but we'll we'll just be we're gonna test it out. We're gonna dip our toes in the water, see if anybody bites. Um, but we hope to, I hope to make this a regular thing, just like a fantasy question of the the week. And say that say the address one more time for the listeners. That's gbms dot hotline at gmail dot com. And also, uh, just to gauge interest, um, please email at the hotline if you're you would be interested in joining a fantasy football league with oh, us. Oh yeah, we could do like a little a viewer stream. Viewer or listener, listener viewer stream. league, listener league. Uh if anyone's interested in that, uh, either for next year or a dynasty league, um, please email and we'll gauge the interest on that. Yeah, reach out. We're also uh, in the works with DraftKings and uh, <laughs> whatever else it's and called. M- MGM, MGM, uh, Caesars, good, Sportsbook, Good Points. Yeah, it's we're in everyone. E- every, they all want a piece of good, bad, more sports. Every single gambling service. So. I think having like a best you know, ball the, league. The recent league. decision in California to not allow mobile uh, sports gambling. That's so sad. It's pushed them in our direction. Oh yeah, they're looking for some they're looking for a new platform and that's us, but I mean, I was trying to commit. I voted at least 23 times in different yeah, locations. I was committing so much voter fraud. Trying to vote. I, I yes, can't, I'm, I'm not <laughs> I'm not even uh, legally allowed to vote in California as like a California resident. Neither am I. But my my other identities are your 22 other identities. My other identities. I don't know if you guys saw the poster on campus uh, encouraging you to vote. Uh, that's what we meant. <laughs> we, we were really pushing. We're actually we were really pushing voter fraud. This, this message is also sponsored by Big Gambling. By Big Gambling, Big Tobacco. Uh, um, big, big Pharma. And Big Soap. <laughs> big Soap? Yeah. Let's go into our starts and sits. <laughs> Good Bad More presents this week's fantasy picks. Oh, love that intro. It's so good. Yeah. Well, how did we do last week? Should we go through it? <laughs> I think we should. Okay. So, I had, shall we check? I had, for my starts, I had Mostert. I feel like I've started Mostert like three times, and every time I've said start him, he has not done well. Well, how did he do last last week? He had a touchdown, which saved me, uh, but he only got 8.6 points. <laughs> and I think it's because he's splitting with Jeff Wilson now. Oh, yeah. So. I forgot about him. He's here. Yeah. So Mostert's not a reliable guy to start anymore. No, not at um, all. Well, what about Jeff Wilson, though? Jeff Wilson, I think they're splitting the backfield is what it looked like. And maybe Jeff Wilson takes a bit more of the carries as time goes on. Yeah, he definitely, watching that game, he looked like more of the goal line back, I'd say. Like, you know, obviously the Dolphins would prefer not to throw, period. So it's like already a throw-pass-heavy offense who, you know, get into the red zone a lot, but, excuse me, but they don't. You know, I don't even if they don't, they're, they're like splitting a backfield. I don't want any piece of that. Yeah. That's kind of gross. Yeah. Uh, I Was this this week? I said start Moster, start Devin Duvernay, who got one point. Devin Duvernay? Well, hold on. You Last week you gave out like five starts. Yeah. I'm, I'm going through them right now. Are you, are you looking at the wrong week? Because two weeks ago you said... Raheem Mostert. I think I said Raheem Mostert <laughs> for the last for like, like three two weeks, weeks in a row. I think you did. I can just I can talk. Yes, about Yes, I mine. did. I did say. I can um, talk about mine if you yeah. want to look it up. Yeah. 
Okay, so I said to, I said Dante Foreman again, um, and uh, I was just a week off, so we can just call that a little scratch. <laughs> we can just call that a healthy scratch. I kind of, I didn't do well. Um, <laughs> he had seven carries for 23 yards, averaging 3.3 carries on the day, two receptions for negative two yards, totaling 3.1 total fantasy points. That was, um, that was a big blunder on my part. Oh, where's my sound? Oh, there she is. I'll big blunder myself as Finn is dawdling away on his computer. Big blunder. So Dante Foreman was not good. I'll take full responsible uh, responsibility for that. Juju Smith-Schuster, on the other hand, mm, now we're talking. That's a pretty good start. He had a solid 14 points against the Titans game. They played, uh, played the Chiefs at home. And, you know, I, I actually, I can't remember the last time I really, like, sat down, took out my notepad, and just kind of, like, looked at the game. And so I, I decided that Monday night would be the night, and I just kind of looked, looked into the the pre pregame research, and I really I really sat down and I watched it. And ladies and gentlemen, those are, it was a, it was a pretty good game. I'm not I'm not gonna lie to you. I was I was kind of astonished by Malik Willis. I was proud to see just a rookie quarterback from the last class, not named Kenny Pickett, playing. It was good to it was good to see the rookie get out there. But as usual, the Chiefs figure it out in the second second half and shut down Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry owners thought he was going to go off to another 40-point performance, but they stopped him. Finn, did you get your starts? Yeah. Uh, I, I did not do very well last <laughs> week. So well, that's said, why you've been so quiet. I said start. I've just been going through all. There was a lot of them, and I missed on most of them. So I said start Moster. Eh. I said start Devin Duvernay. Big ant. Eh. Big blunder, actually. Oh, big blunder. What did he big do? Big blunder. One point, I think. Oh, Isaiah Likely was good. He got like nine points. Oh, yeah. Isaiah Likely was actually a good one. So that's a good tight end streamer. Yeah. Uh, Adam Thielen got like 8.9, nine points. Nah. So you're not killing yourself, but like it's not a big blunder, but it's definitely not ideal for your start. Uh, and then my sits, I said Michael Carter and James Robinson, you got to sit them. Unclear roles. Jets are going to regress, and the Bills are the top-run defense. And they both scored more than 10 points. <laughs> they both got touchdowns. Oh, no. They, Michael Carter had 15. James Robinson had 12. Oh, God. Pro Big blunder. That might be the biggest Bruh. blunder of the year. Yikes. Um, Garrett Wilson also had 15. I said sit him. <sighs> uh, Antonio Gibson, I said sit, and that was okay. He didn't do that great. He got like eight points or whatever. Um but he raised his snap count this week. He had more carries. So it's just <laughs> I was just wrong week pretty much on was, everything. Week 10 was not good to you. Yeah, I was wrong on pretty much everything. Oh, it's okay. Um, it's the okay. Jets really killed me. The Jets really um they heard they were listening to my show and they were like, <laughs> fuck this guy. Let's. Robert Sala Sully was listening and he was yeah. just like this guy's stupid. This guy's stupid. Yeah. What does he know? Let's make sure our running backs both get touchdowns. <laughs> yeah, just for that, they're getting five extra carries. Both. Yeah. Oh well. How'd you do on your sits? Oh, those were all. That was everyone. Those. That was my starts and my sits. Oh, I, I see. Yeah. I see. So Michael Carter, James Robinson, Garrett Wilson, Antonio Gibson were my sits. Um, and I missed on three out of four, and I missed on three out of four of my <laughs> starts. Hey, well, you so miss a, you miss hundred percent of hundred hundred percent of the shots you don't take. Yeah, I'm I'm two of eight. Eh. So we can just call it off as a healthy scratch. Honestly, my starts and sits were 
They weren't like I had no smash hits nor big blunders. You're I mean, kinda... other than Devon, other than Devonta Foreman, it was just kind of like I mean, Juju got fourteen. I said sit Adam Thielen with like he had eight points. Yeah. Chris Godwin, he had six point eight. I mean, the only thing I was right about was him not scoring another touchdown. But yeah, but he had a lot of targets. Yeah, usual. I don't know. It was just it was just kind of a, a healthy scratch. We're, yeah. we're kind of entering that that point in the fantasy football season where it's just kind of like there's a lot going on these days. So if you if you hear everything I've told you so far and say, okay, this guy obviously doesn't know shit about fantasy football, that's fair. And maybe you'll hear the things I say this week and be like, shit, maybe I should just do the opposite of what this guy says. Um, I wouldn't blame you for that either. But this is, this is, I do this every week. You know, I'm coming in, I'm giving you names. And whether you want to believe me or whether you want to do the opposite because I'm cursed, um, that's up to you. Either I'll leave that up to you, the viewer. Whether or not you start or you sit. One of them is going to be the right choice. One of them is going to be the right choice. So there's bound to be stuff to talk about. Yeah. So whatever. It, the more we get wrong, the better fantasy analysts we become. Yeah. And you gotta you gotta think like for a couple of for a couple of cool guys in college, I think we're doing pretty good for ourselves. Yeah. You know, Finn, you gotta have a little bit. You gotta have a fantasy self love. Right? Well, I, I mean, I'm doing well in the league, so that's I make. I might not have the best starts and sits, but I make killer trades. Yeah. And we can talk about fantasy self-love in a little bit because yeah. I have I have a pretty brief starts and sits. I actually don't have any sits. Wow. I only have two starts just because I was writing this and my class registration for my, my second semester junior classes came up. And I was just like, fuck. Sorry, mom. I was like, fuck. I need to like sign up. So I was like, and I like scurrying frantic phase and nothing was working. Nothing was working. And like, you know, the last thing on my mind was fantasy football. And like, you know, honestly, it's especially heading up to the holidays. There's going to be a lot. This is for, this is for you, dear listener. It's, there's going to be a lot of stuff happening in life. And obviously fantasy football to the average person is not very important when there's bigger things like gift giving and traveling and whatnot. You assign your own value to it. You assign your own value to it. And, like, honestly, if you were just doing the best that you can, and if you are listening to us right now, like, props to you. Because, like, both Finn and I really love this, and it's still super duper hard sometimes to just really pay attention, take notes, be vigilant. And if you don't have the same attention and you don't have the the passion, that's okay. You know? It's It's a hobby. It's a thing to do for fun right and we're only doing this because it really really gives us joy and we hope that we are sharing some of the joy to you yeah so remember fantasy football is just to it's it's just gambling but it's fun gambling yeah anyways my first start is Rashad <laughs> my first start is Rashad White against the Seahawks uh Rashad no. White yeah <laughs> you saying I should start him I think you should start Rashad White against the Seahawks because wow. I think this is we're looking at the Leonard Fournette meltdown right now. This is a kind of a bold take, but I think that he's I would trade Leonard Fournette, honestly, and he's on my fantasy roster, so I hope none of the people in my league are listening right now and they're gonna get a bunch of Leonard Fournette trades coming in soon. But I think this is the beginning of the Rashad White era. 
or at least the split backfield because nothing's really working in Tampa Bay right now. And the checkdowns and the the short passes, that was cute, I guess, at the beginning of the season. But now it's just gotten like they're barely scraping by. They won against the Rams, barely. And Rashad White is getting more and more work every single game. It's just been like... Last game, he had eight carries, which is the most he's ever had. God, and he and looked he had, good. And he had three catches. Yeah, he looked like a true running back. And Lenny just looks slow. He's older now. Sluggish, lazy, stupid, and unconcerned. <laughs> he's 28. You, get, you cut him some slack. Plus, okay? he's, he's always been... Nobody remembers him on the Jags, but he was just like... He was like the equivalent... Of, he was like Nick 20, Chubb 27. Light. Like Nick Chubb light. He just was always injury prone. Everyone was worried about him towards ACL. So it's like he's in, he's already had a couple injuries, and the the wear is starting to show on his tires. So like I think this is just kind of the beginning of the Lenny meltdown. You know, time gets to everyone. It's true, but it's gonna get to Leonard Fournette quicker and, than Rashad White. Not Tom Brady because he doesn't he doesn't he run take the steroids. Well, yeah, that too. You think he really takes steroids? Oh, definitely. There's no way he's 50 and throwing the ball <laughs> further than he could when he was 20. Yeah. Well, first of all, he's 45. Don't a lot of middle-aged people okay. are going to be listening right now and they're going to be furious at you. 45. For a football player, that's damn near 50. Yeah. Might as well be 70 million. Yeah. Um anyways, my second start is Ezekiel Elliott against the Packers. Okay. And I think this is the Ezekiel Elliott resurgence game. Okay. That's I think, interesting. Cause... I think that people People kind of doubt they they always they always count him out. Zeke is also very old, but I also think that Jerry Jones absolutely loves that man and will n- refuse to let him sit on the sidelines. And I think that the Packers are also they first of all they lost one of their best middle Rashawn Gary. Rashawn Gary. He's not a middle linebacker. He's an edge rusher. He's an edge rusher. So there's going to be way less pressure. But he he isn't their main pass. I mean, uh, run stopping guy. But he's definitely a very foundational like piece of the defense, right? I think that, and they're just hurting after the the loss to the Lions because you know the Lions just they really they took them to town. The Lions just were like they're also just hurting in general. Yeah, I mean everyone's hurt literally on that team. Two time reigning MVP in his words, Aaron Rodgers is also just ugh. the Packers are kind of melting down, and I yeah. think that the best way to it's beautiful take advantage I'm for it's it glorious. The best way to take advantage of that is to run them down, just whittle them down bit by bit, and Zeke is your guy. So I think he's gonna get uh, an increased carry load. I'd say. Yeah, uh, that's I, I'm I'm starting Tony Pollard, <laughs> so. <laughs> And this this might this might fire shoot in my like fire off in my face, Mister Mister What Two and Eight. You're gonna defy me on air. Okay, two and eight, but I'm <laughs> but I'm also I'm also sick. I'm also seven and two in the fantasy league. So That's true. I'm I don't want to. Right, six six and three actually. Sorry. So, um, but Tony Pollard. It, I actually I read that he's literally on a like a play count. Like he's only allowed to get the ball like 12 times. What? Like Jerry Jones like doesn't want him to succeed. And Tony Pollard, the absolute monster that he is, succeeds in spite of Jerry Jones. Like his monster games don't come on 20 plus carries. They come on 10 carries with like 20 yards a a carry. Yeah. Plus last time he played against Chicago, he had a season high for probably career high, honestly. Season high fourteen carries. Um, I don't know if that was when 
I can't even I can't even remember. Was that when Zeke was at? Zeke. I'm going to say yes because there's no reason why Tony Pollard should be getting that much. Tony Pollard had 14 carries. Yes, and Ezekiel while Zeke was out. Yes, while he was out. But now he's back. But he on that game on 14 carries, he averaged 9.36 yards a carry oh. and three he got three touchdowns. So, yeah. he is probably one of the most efficient runners in the NFL. Like yeah. if you give him the ball behind that uh Cowboys offensive line, he's going to give you five plus yards a carry yeah well i mean he also passes the eye test yeah that's for sure he i mean catches passes too i was watching the chicago game when he went off and boy was the were those touchdowns beautiful it's it's insane and like jerry jones i hate that man for a lot of reasons <laughs> but i hate him mostly because he's wasting tony pollard's prime he had he has been tony pollard could be one of the best running backs in the nfl on another team they're just waiting for zeke to die and then once he dies, then Tony Pollard's going to be in, and he's going to have Tony two Pollard's solid a free years. agent this offseason. No, he's going. He's leaving. No way. He better leave if he knows what's good for him. He better leave. Oh my gosh! Yeah, that's so exciting. I'm I'm so excited. He's finally free. Yeah. He's finally free, <laughs> free from at last the Cowboys. Good God! Uh, do you have you have another start? Have you gone over your two starts? I went over my two starts. Okay. I can I can pull something together, honestly. I have I have some. I'll go over. Yes, You're going to come up with some stuff. Yeah. I have uh, Juju. I think Juju has emerged as the number one wide receiver yeah. on that team. I, I couldn't, think agree, it's, couldn't agree more. And this, like me saying start Juju, even if he doesn't go off this week, it's honestly me saying... I think you can trust him in your lineup. He's not that guy that you have to like wait for him on your bench. Like mm-hmm. maybe if there's a buy, like I can put him in. No, he's here. I think he's a at least startable flex every single week. You know, he's a talented wide receiver. We know he's a talented wide receiver, and he's finally meshing with Patrick Mahomes. Um, and say what you will about Patrick Mahomes, he's one of the best passers in the NFL. So yeah, I think you can confidently start Juju week to week. My next is Khalil Herbert and David Montgomery. Oh, I like that. Uh, kind of like the Lions. Like, do you you is it like you would also like like just how you would start DeAndre Swift and Jamal Williams? Would you start? Yeah, and you know, funny you bring up the Lions because I'm saying start them because they're playing Detroit. Oh yeah, your typical. Are they playing Detroit? Are they playing Detroit? The litmus test. It is the test, and they're playing the hot hand. Khalil Herbert let you down last week if you started him. Yeah. He really lets you down. Well, I mean, Justin Fields just was like, mm, actually, I'm going to be the running back. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> let's see how David Montgomery did. I've, I wasn't paying attention. Uh, also lets you down. He had a lot more carries um, than Khalil Herbert in that game. Yeah. I think against Detroit, they're just going to pound the rock. Oh, my God. They're just going to pound the rock it's gonna down be a, Detroit's it's throat. It's going to be a bloodbath. I think, I think they could both get 10 carries maybe. And yeah average five yards a carry i'm I'm willing to take a shot on either one of them well i think justin fields emerging as a good rushing weapon is good for the running back prospects it opens up the field for them too because the linebackers have to worry about justin fields running outside right and now that means there's more space for these for these running backs to break off for bigger runs right and especially because if you have the middle linebackers out there whose job it is to t- tackle someone in the open field if the bears o-line gets any hole for any runner it's just it's which is a lot to ask of the bears o-line right. to be fair in but. the rare instance that they do it's either going to be is it going to be justin fields who can also throw the ball is it going to be someone is it going to be Khalil herbert who's a very competent 
Uh, he's really good with cuts and like he's very shifty. David Montgomery, he's like a pound and ground, ground and pound kind of guy. Pound and ground. Pound and ground. <laughs> I so yeah, Khalil Herbert, David Montgomery. I think you can start both of those guys in the flex, especially if you have people on by. I have Christian Kirk, who had a big game last week um, against Kansas City. Probably going to be a shootout. I hope. Um, yeah, and I, I hope so. People were kind of sleeping on Christian Kirk. I traded him pretty early in the season after he had his first big three weeks in the first uh, three weeks of the year. Um, came back with a touchdown last week. But he's started to return to form after a bit of a slump. I would say. I, w- I think it's a return to form. I think it may be a little shaky. He might not get like, he might not explode by any means, but I think we're going to go back to that target chair. And there's a juicy, and when I say juicy, I mean juicy matchup with mm. Houston in week 17. With Christian the, Kirk? The, with Christian Kirk. Oh, yeah. The so if you're, if you're thinking of trading for him, that's an idea. Well, it's funny that you bring up the Jacksonville Jaguars because one of my starts that I was I was thinking about it, I was thinking about starting Trevor Lawrence again. Mm. And I was a little hesitant, but, you know, just because, you know what? Just, you know, carpe diem. I say start Trevor Lawrence. I say, especially with all these buys going on, I think if you have Josh Allen, you should be starting Trevor Lawrence. You should be starting him over Daniel Jones. You should start – wait, you should start Trevor Lawrence over Josh Allen? Well, because Josh Allen's injured. He hasn't practiced for the last – oh, my God. We haven't even covered Josh Allen. Oh, my we God. We will. We will. We've got an injury alert. You almost got to hope it's a cramp. Josh Allen is injured. He has an elbow problem. He sat out for the second straight practice. Yeah, he's described as day-to-day. I have Josh Allen, so this is kind of scaring me. Well, but maybe you'll have to pick up Trevor Lawrence then. I have my guy, and my guy is Daniel Jones. <laughs> so no, you're start. I think you should start Dan- the, uh, Trevor Lawrence over Daniel Jones this week. Trevor Lawrence doesn't have the same rushing upside as Daniel Jones is well, my only— That's true. Um, Trevor Lawrence is nice, but I like Daniel Jones' floor a bit more. But— Enough about quarterbacks. Uh, Jamal Williams is another start for me. Mm. Last game, he had 26 carries, something like that. And Swift was playing in that game. Jamal Williams had 26 carries? Yeah. Excuse me? Yeah. Uh, Look it up. (laughs) That's facts. Uh, So he's getting getting handed the ball. And this... this, uh, Oh, Finn. Actually, it was 24 carries. Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah, I bet you feel real embarrassed right now. Minus two, guys. That changes my start, I think. Um, <laughs> no. Actually, it's 24 sit, carries. Sit Jamal Williams. 24 carries. He's not sharing <laughs> this backfield with DeAndre Swift. He is this backfield. And against the Chicago Bears, who have not been very good on defense since their trades, fire them up. Yeah. I, I'm excited for that game. Yeah. It's going to be an NFC North matchup. Yep. Let's freaking go. For my sits, I have the Rams backfield, uh, just all of them, <laughs> all of them. I think they're playing the Niners this week. Yeah, no way you're starting Just don't anybody. start anyone against them. We don't play any any Rams because Matthew say, Stafford's on concussion protocol. Wow, yeah, he's not playing? Nope. Yeah, I, you probably still have to play Cooper Cup, but $5 for you, Finn, if you can guess the backup quarterback for the Rams. It's the guy from last year who filled in, isn't it? Well, the blonde guy. Yes, you're right. Do you know what his name is? No, I remember his face though. Yeah, I could spot him in a crowd. Uh, I believe the name is John 
Wolford. Yeah, John Wolford. Yeah. He played he no, but he played admirably when he filled in. I you remember. Think so? I remember. Alright. Um but I yeah, you still gotta be a little bit worried. You firing Koopa up then? I think you should still start Cooper Cup. All right. Uh and like maybe temper your expectations. But it's yeah. Cooper Cup. You know it's, what I mean? He's, it is Cooper Cup. He's gonna be open. It's just whether John Wolford is gonna get him the ball. Um Clyde Edwards Hilaire. Yeah. Sit his ass. <laughs> Do not start him. Drop him, honestly. Cortland Sutton, sit his ass. Mm. And he's gonna that's gonna bite me in the ass. I know it. He's gonna <laughs> pop off for twenty or something. Yeah. But it's fine. I'm not playing against him. So you do what this information, what you will. Yeah. Uh, that's my, those are my sits. Oh, well, that's good because we have two minutes left. And actually, we have a, a fantasy question. Really? From the, from the hotline. I emailed it to my family. And okay. someone sent in an email. Okay. Um, this one comes from Eric. Okay. In Chicago. Eric Klein. It's just my dad. My dad asks, who should I start? Okay. Jamal Williams versus the Bears. Okay. Miles Sanders versus Washington. Or Josh Jacobs versus Indianapolis. Wow, that's interesting. So Jamal Williams at Bears. Pick only one. He can only start one. I think, let's just say for purpose, only start one. I would, I'm leaning, I'm I think you should start everyone against Indianapolis right now. I feel right. like that's what I was just so dysfunctional. I was gonna say Josh Jacobs too, even after such a bad and then week performance. Second to that, I would say Miles Sanders is gonna give you a higher floor than Jamal, Jamal Williams. Williams. Yeah. It's this Miles Sanders, Jamal Williams one is especially tough. I think Jamal Williams is just in like the tier above Jamal Williams. I mean, Miles Sanders is in the tier above Jamal Williams. Williams. Yeah. Mm. I'm going to uh, against Washington. Just because the Eagles' offense is way better. Yeah. I mean, all like of these. the touchdown upside is All of is these great. matchups are really juicy, especially for running backs. Yeah. I'm going to say Jacobs first, Sanders, and then Jamal Williams. Okay. Yeah. I can I can see that, too. I feel pretty confident about that. Yeah. Well, Dad, I hope you. I hope you – take our advice and it pays off yeah uh it is uh 50 minutes now oh my goodness we ran out of time but we've gotten through everything we want to talk about yeah it's been a good episode <sighs> thank you for tuning in send us those questions let us know if you'd like to be a part of a right. good bad more fantasy league that i have it set up already the email <laughs> i have the sleeper league waiting it's waiting the in- email is g b m s dot Hotline at Gmail. That is GBMS. Gmail.com. Dot hotline at gmail.com. And that is our time. Finn, any parting words for the lovely listeners back home? Uh, stay safe. Good luck. Have fun. Hags. Have a great summer. Have a great summer. Uh, this has been good news, bad news, more news, sports again. Week 10. Oh, my goodness gracious. It's going to be a good one. I've, I, just, I just know that this week is going to be great. Next week, we're going to have a lot to talk about. Hopefully we get some hotline answers and you best believe the posters are coming back. Uh, That's been our time. Always stay tuned for same wavelength radio, just the incomparable same wavelength radio. And as always, this has been Ryan, the permanent guest. And Finn is fine. Signing off. Thank you. Take care.